This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Hi, this is Haley, the face of Waco Girl Does. You're listening to No Waco. Well, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of No Waco. This episode, we have a very exciting guest here in the studio. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, Debbie. I am Josh Sims. I am the head of sanitation at Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro. All right. And what brought you to Waco? Or are you a Waco native? Uh, I am somewhat of a Waco native. I grew up in Grosbeck, which is 40 miles east of Waco. Um, being a small town, if we wanted to do anything special, we had to come to Waco. Yep. And so I spent a lot of time in Waco growing up. Then I did about 15, 20 years in North Texas. I got married up there. And when we looked at relocating back home, um, Waco was as close to Grosbeck as she was going to get. So <laughs> I we, uh, completely understand. Been here that. since 2016. Okay, I, I, you know, what? I always tell people that the term Wacoan is something you have to claim, Oops. and once you claim it, then you are a Wacoan. That's true. Um, and I always say this, but everybody knows of the Waco suck. You just you got to come back, you know. <laughs> um, and so now, tell me a little bit more about Oak and Ivy. Okay. Yeah. So. Oak and Ivy is my first venture into the food and beverage industry. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, beginning of 2020, or I guess mid mid 2020, uh, my wife and I were coming back from Fredericksburg. Um, they were uh, Fredericksburg being a solid at that time uh, Trump uh, city. They were mm-hmm. vowed to never shut down, never acquiesce, never surrendered to COVID, and so they were open, which was good. We love cheese and wine, so mm-hmm. we went down there for a weekend. And coming back, we just noticed this uh, this new development in our, just outside of Woodway, and we started talking about what would work there. And mm-hmm. so one of the concepts that we came up was a wine and cheese bar. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. So um, end of 2020, I uh, my wife uh, she started getting um, a little apprehensive about this possible development, mm-hmm. um, and so. But she wanted to be supportive, so she introduced me to a a uh, husband of a, of a fellow realtor, and he was a sommelier. And mm-hmm. so oh, uh, wow. he introduced me to the lady that became our chef. And so within a span of about four months, I had my manager team put together. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so how did finding a location, how did that all go? So finding the location, we had, uh, we had already talked – really decided on the location and it was really about deciding what would work there. Mm-hmm. Um, now you cannot have a bar in Woodway. Mm-hmm. Woodway being a small community, I respect that. We're basically right across the highway from uh, First Baptist Woodway. 
lovely old church. They and have, right next to the Midway Admin Building. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And just down the road from a couple of uh, elementary schools. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, one of, the, one of the, the driving forces behind the concept and the vision for this place is the community that way, uh, the Woodway specifically has. I mean, it's very tight-knit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wanted to celebrate that and, and that location. Um, it made perfect sense for what we wanted to do. Um, there were cheaper areas that mm-hmm. we could have done this in, but that is a perfect location. Yeah, and I grew up in Hewitt, so I lived in Hewitt for quite a while. Um, I now reside in downtown Waco because that's where my jobs brought me. Um, But um, I actually worked at Simple Bills right across the street for quite a while. Shout out. Um, So I know that area very well, and I love that community. Um, So what really brought you guys to the community, and what really influenced you? Uh, So like I said, the, um, the community feel that we my wife and I experienced down in Fredericksburg at, at this little, uh, uh, really cheese bar mm-hmm. down in Fredericksburg. Um, it was a small venue. You have a couple of options on your cheeses, a couple options on your wine. You just sit out there and listen to some acoustic live music and, and enjoy the, the company and the, and the weather. Um, we wanted to capture that. We wanted to, um, basically do a upscale, cheers environment for the community a place that uh, people can come in and whether you're by yourself or you're with other people you can come out come in and never have to worry about being alone yeah and you never have to worry about filling out a place and you always someone's going to take a vested interest in yeah. you yeah yeah, and the Waco community doesn't have anything like this. We don't have just a wine and cheese bar. We don't yeah. have anything similar to this. So why do you think it's really needed now in the Waco community? We're not we're not offering anything that somebody else can't do. Mm-hmm. Everything somebody can sell cheese. There's several places around town. Um, H E B. Right. Um, but there's you know there's several places where you can get a good glass of wine. Mm-hmm. You can get some good food. Um, we, the value that we, we're creating is that, uh, that feeling and sense of community mm-hmm. and, and anything that we can do to encourage that. And the, the food and the drink are just vehicles to do that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, most of what we do, uh, you can replicate it with the right people and the right money. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no, uh. There's no magical formula for that, but what we want to do with that mm-hmm. is, is just create a, a place where people can come and just hang. Yeah, We're not going to be a high turnover place. Um, we don't anticipate uh, people coming in just for one drink and leaving. Yeah. If, they, if they are, that means they're going somewhere else for something that they really want, and we're not the destination, and we want to be a destination. Mm-hmm. But there's great restaurants in Waco, right? Mm-hmm. It's you grew up in Hewitt. There used to be Georgia's and nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, things are really coming up on the food scene. And um, part of our offering is a, a tasting menu mm-hmm. for our kitchen. And that that's something that you see kind of one-off in a few places around town. But um, nobody uh, has tried to consistently deliver that well. Yeah. And that's one of the things we want to do. And so you guys are an upscale fine dining establishment. So tell me what's the mission behind that? Yeah, so we call ourselves casual upscale. There you go. Um, we, we want uh, our customers to be comfortable in whatever they come in. Um, and 
like our servers are going to be uh, kind of first date attire. Ooh. Um, <laughs> yeah, ho- hopefully none of the first dates happen while they're working. Maybe. Uh, you never know. And, and then, the, uh, <laughs> then the, the the kitchen, is it's an open kitchen. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they'll have the, I guess, the classic chef attire, the white shirts, the hats, uh, full aprons. Um, and so all this is really there, like I said, it's, it's to instill... We are casual because relationships are our most important thing. Yeah. We're upscale. We're not going to be the cheapest place out there. Yeah. And so um, the dress codes, the open kitchen, the interaction with the customers, it's all to create value. Yeah. Whether you spend 30 bucks, whether you spend 200 bucks walk out of there feeling that as a great value for the dollar that oh, you spent. Oh, wow, yeah. And if people feel like they're valued, mm-hmm. like as a person that you were valued, you felt like you were taken mm-hmm. care of, then it, it like that value's there. Yeah. You know, you just have to make sure the food tastes good. Yeah, that's number one. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, and so how is it going with development? Where are you guys currently at in the build-out process? Or are we looking at a grand opening soon? We are looking at a soft launch soon. Um, our biggest impediment to, to opening is uh, hiring kitchen mm-hmm. staff. Yeah. Um, Put it out into ether. Give us all we're, your... We're putting it out there. Um, yeah, so, you know, if you go on Indeed and you, you search for dishwashers, there's 25 restaurants and... Um, in Waco that are looking for a dishwasher. And I was surprised at how much higher our lowest salary was than what everybody else is offering. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there, there's some more upscale restaurants that aren't searching for a dishwasher, and so they probably got somebody in there that they're taking care of financially. Yeah. Um, but I, <clears throat> I have a personal responsibility for the financial well-being of my employees. Yeah. I want them to be able to make a career out of working at Oak and Ivy. And so I think our pay scale is going to look like that. I have, um, I mean, we're a startup, right? Mm-hmm. All, I, all I bring to the table right now is some good ideas and mm-hmm. debt. <laughs> um, As but, all good startups do. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and so we can't immediately pay everybody what we want to. But yeah. I've got I've got a goal, a personal goal by year three that everybody in the kitchen uh, – is making at least $45,000. Wow, that's fantastic. That last year, that was the median income for Waco, that's which true. was still lagging behind the median income for for the state. Mm-hmm. And so we've, we've got some work to do to catch up to the state. But I think that this restaurant is a perfect vehicle to be able to enrich the lives financially of the employees. Mm-hmm. I did a few years at Southwest Airlines, mm-hmm. and so... One of the things I learned there was, you know, you treat your employees a certain way and they're going to pass that along to your customers. Yeah. Take care of the employees first. Who's number one in the management size? It's not the customer. It's the employees. Mm-hmm. So you take care of the employees and they'll take care of your customers. Yeah. And so we kind of bring that same approach to Oak and Ivy. Yeah, and I love that mission behind it. Um, and I really think that can impact our Waco economy. Um, what is your take on that? Yeah, so my wife is in the real estate uh, Arena, she's um, shout out Jennifer Sims, SWBC. Shout out. <laughs> uh, no, she's she's just she's been in the industry for about five years, and she just, she's just killed it. 
But one of the things she's consistently told me is that it is very difficult for food and beverage employees to get loans mm-hmm. in this market. Mm-hmm. Like so many. I just bought a house. I I know. Well, I know. Hey, <laughs> hey, congratulations on all the debt. Yeah. And <laughs> and but specifically like hometown Waco folks that have like always historically had hometown Waco wages. Yeah. Like it's it's hard to get there, and and with my belief is if I know about a problem and I can't address the problem, I have an obligation to do so. Yeah. And so, um, I'm not trying to build um, a second home somewhere in another state so I can vacation there during the season. Um, I would call it a success if my employees are able to. Drive a good car. Wow. Get the uh, apartment or house that they want. Again, I, I can't even buy a house right now. But um, <laughs> it's a hard. But, right. But but live where they want to live. Yeah. Put their kids and have everybody taken care of. Like I want, that's that's something that I am very passionate about. Yeah. Doing. And so it's going to come at a cost. You mm-hmm. know, we um, it's we're going to have to like as owners my wife and i there's you know there's some sacrifices that we'll have to make personally on the on the uh, financial side of it but you know the being good stewards of the money and and, and enriching the lives of our employees that's that's going to be a a fun challenge i think yeah and that really leads into one of the questions i always ask people is what is something you would like to see in the community and i mm. feel that you have such a heart for a community that um you already have a few things <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I do. Um, you know, I would, I would like. There's, there's, there's three things that are kind of step changes that I would like. I would like um, all of our servers to know the anniversary of a couple of customers. Oh. Just off the top of their head, I want them to have that kind of relationship. Two. Um, I. I, I would like uh, my wife and I to get in a financial position where we consider could consider adopting a kid. Oh, wow. Um, that's something that we've been kicking around, but we just financially hadn't been in a place where we mm-hmm. could do it. Um, and me being you know, GM of this place until we become financially solvent, um, it's, it's still going to be hard, but that's still a goal mm-hmm. that we want to be able to take seriously. Um, and whether that counts as a community goal or not, I don't know, but um, and I would like, uh, I would like to be able to sponsor a little kid's baseball team. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that sounds kind of hokey. Isn't there hokey. like a baseball field right across six on the there, other there's, side? There's a close, there's one, uh, yeah, up towards, uh, closer uh, to like where the new gun range is on the other side. A, that's a practice field. Oh, a practice uh, but, but there's a, there's a baseball field over by Dr. Beck's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, oral surgeon office. Um, but I mean, I loved baseball when I was a kid and I always felt like <laughs> you're doing something if you put your name on some little <laughs> kid's t-shirt. Uh, but no, there's, there's, I have dreams about being able to impact the community at large. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way I was able to do it in Dallas when I was up there, it was, um, surrounding being able to surround yourself with you know passionate people that are that want to raise up kids in schools and 
you know, help those that are without. Yeah. You know, and that's being a good steward is raising up the least of these and folks that aren't as blessed as, as we are, you know, in Woodway. The per capita is a little bit higher in Woodway yeah. than it is in Waco. And so we need to, to do something with that money to, to yeah. even the odds. So, so I know that's kind of a nebulous response, but uh, those are a couple of things I'd like to see done yeah, in the long run. And on, on that note, we're actually going to take a break real fast just for a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Awesome. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, and we're back. So we had just left off with you talking about some of the things you would like to see in the community. Um, And one of the things I've been asking people is what would you like to see happen by the end of 2022? By the end of 2022, uh, a couple of the goals that we have for our restaurant is um, we would like our uh, debt to be 30% paid off. We would like to obtain our first catering opportunity and I would like to be able to uh, give my employees a Christmas bonus. Oh, that's fantastic. That's, those are the, the three, three of the six biggest goals I have for the restaurant. Yeah. um, This year, Uh, we've still got a, a a roof to put over our, our patio and then we've got to purchase a catering vehicle. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we'll get our full liquor license. And then go. once we do that, then um, we're going to start paying bonuses. Ooh. And I know you said you're going to be having a soft opening soon. So tell us more about sure. that. No. Um, so we're shooting right now for June 2nd. Woo. Um, and the soft launch schedule will kind of be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 1 to 10. Okay. Uh, once we get everybody hired and trained um that'll make that date much more concrete (laughs) (laughs) understandable right now it's a moving target um but we're consistently putting a firm target out there just so we have something to shoot for yeah i got you uh we'll do the that soft launch uh we'll do a few iterations of it so We'll expand our happy hour and dinner menu, and we'd eventually like to get into the uh, the um, the weekend lunch. Yeah, be able to offer that. Um, but once you once you start offering lunches, you're having two different chefs. There you go. And so it's. Are you guys gonna plan on maybe closing in the middle of the day and doing like a, a during the day and then maybe a break and then in the evening? I know some places do that. Or do you guys have hours of operation yet? Um. We won't be closed during the day. Um, that's just because we are uh, we're golf cart accessible to about 600 homes. Oh wow! Um, and there's a lot of uh, stay-at-home moms mm-hmm. in our area, and we're not necessarily going to be a you know a, a place where you can just set up the laptop and 
and pound out some work for two hours. But <laughs> um, we do want to set up an environment where, whether it's a book club or you know business lunches or something, they have yeah. a place to come in. And whether it's you know eleven thirty or one thirty, mm-hmm. we want to be able to provide them with some service. So <clears throat> once we're fully open, I would anticipate our hours being kind of eleven to ten. Okay. On eleven to eleven on the weekends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And what are some of the things that you're most excited about for your opening? That's that's a good question. Um, I am most excited about. Um, so I've, I finished my MBA program uh, at Baylor this past December. I'm most excited. Thank you. I'm most excited about getting some of my professors and and. I say classmates. I was 20, <laughs> 20 years older than all of them, but um, um, I want to get. You're some, never too old for school. <laughs> you're not. And there were times I doubted the wisdom of that saying because uh, it was tough, but I would like to get them in there and just. I was 20 with a bunch of 20 year olds and still fat out of place. So don't worry. <laughs> you're an old soul. There you go. Um, you know, they helped me immensely with the development of the business plan and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so I'd like to, uh, especially the kids, and some of them are graduating and, and heading out. I'd like to get them in there and, you know, get their feedback and their thoughts on it before they leave. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the only one that worked on it. Mm-hmm. My name's on it, but I, I, had, <laughs> I had a lot of help. You're the one that writes the checks. <laughs> that's, that's right. That is right. The important job. <laughs> it, it's relative. It, and, you know, one of the, the things I've been saying repeatedly during our interviews is, you know, the, the dishwasher is actually the most important person. Yep. If we don't have somebody back there washing dishes, the entire kitchen comes to a halt. Mm-hmm. I am replaceable. <laughs> like if, if I'm not there, there may be some people, some customers that may expect to see me there. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not there. It's fact. <laughs> business as usual. Mm-hmm. But if we don't have a dishwasher. We're going down and we're going down fast. <laughs> and so, like, in no way, shape, and form am I the important piece of this mm-hmm. cog. There's a, two dozen people that are be there that are way more important than I am. Yeah. So, I've got to maintain that. I mean, I've got opinions on everything, mm-hmm. but I don't really know much. <laughs> uh, so, thankfully, my chef... Uh, uh, and my beverage manager, they've been patient with me, raising me up, training me on some stuff. Yeah. Dragging me along, explaining stuff. It's, and sometimes I have to sleep on, go to sleep kind of angry because I'm like, why are we not doing things according to the way I want? Mm-hmm. And but like, it doesn't happen that way. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, you know, an airplane pilot going to a race car. And it's like, why are they driving that <laughs> way? I would not never drive that way. Yeah. Like, what does he know about racing cars? Yeah, you know, there you go. So I, I, I've i got a lot to learn. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I know that whole area right there is developing. So there's a lot of up-and-coming businesses yeah. in that area. Um, are you guys leaning on each other for support? Have you really found community in that aspect? Yeah, I've I've actually met with all the other business owners in, mm-hmm. that, in that strip. Um, and by the time we do our grand opening, we would like to be able to partner in some way and support oh, wow. each other. Somewhere. Which, you know, there's a there's an ice cream place over there. Yeah, Heritage. Um, you know, <laughs> they're 
probably a bit more natural partnership. It's true. Than <laughs> the two fitness centers. Uh, that's true. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Body Hack, they've got some IV stuff that they say, you know, can perk you right <laughs> up or cure your hangover, all that stuff. I mean, they've got some really cool toys in there. Um, and so it. Come we'll drink a bottle of wine and yeah, go, they, yeah. <laughs> go uh, run on the treadmill yeah, for 20 right. minutes. I don't know. It's, it's a closed loop system. There we'll you just go. Have yeah. Tubes all over the you place. have to go to this one, then you go to this <laughs> exactly. one. Just start cutting holes through the doors <laughs> to go in through each building. Uh, yeah. I haven't thought of that. <laughs> then it's multi access from That's, all points. Yeah. Revenue stream. <laughs> uh, you know, them and, and Hotworks, you know, they, they've both got a really unique segment mm-hmm. um and so it'll it'll be fun to find ways we can partner with each other uh but i anticipate you know i want to have a block party whenever yes. we do our grand opening and uh you know the uh, rising ties raise all ships and you know i want to lift them up as much as i want them to be blessed because we're there yeah you know i want them to do better because we're there and so however I can make that happen. I'll do it. Yeah. And it's fantastic to see how much um, that community has grown, especially with that development that just happened in Woodway. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, development happening, you know, west of town out towards McGregor. Um, And it's, of course, I mean, there's some some infighting right now at Woodway, you know, with some development happening over by the lake that Mm -hmm. some people are pushing back against. And I see it both ways. I don't, I don't feel like I live close enough to the problem to have a strong opinion <laughs> on it. Um, but I take that back. I've got a strong opinion on anything. <laughs> Ignorance is no excuse for me not having an opinion. There uh, you go. What do they say? Opinions are like elbows. Everybody has them, and they're rough. Elbows, yes. They they do say elbows. That, that That's the, the PC version. <laughs> right. Um, but no, uh, it's, it's fantastic watching the growth happen in Woodway, specifically as a business owner. You know, this, when things grow and growth happens quickly, you tend to lose some things that mm-hmm. you didn't realize were important to you until they're already gone. Yeah. And so that's why it's important to always you know, fight for that since it, it's kind of encapsulated in the the idea of small town living but yeah. it's, it's really just that sense of community and i always say we have a uh, small town vibes or what do i say small town feels big city vibes yeah there I you mean, go that that's downtown waco right yep um but woodway is a little bit different it's like mm-hmm. small town vibes and small town problems <laughs> but um with the expansion going on um yeah we're just gonna fight for having a place where you can just be known yeah hang out with your friends and um, how would you say that dynamic has shifted from the Goulson dynamic to the woodway dynamic uh well that's there's no comparison <laughs> none at all <laughs> no no um and by Goulson I'm assuming you meant Grosbeck yes Grosbeck sorry yeah <laughs> no um there there's really I mean one of the things I'm having to prepare myself for is my friends and family from Grosbeck that mm-hmm. do come visit us. It's going to be quite the culture shock when they see our menu. Yeah. Because it's not going to be. They're going to be like, how much? <laughs> well, and not just that, but you want me to eat what? You know, <laughs> I just want steak and potatoes. Where is steak and potatoes? This is a restaurant. Um, 
um, you know, and we're going to have stuff like that, mm-hmm. but, uh, I mean, I've got an executive chef and she knows what she's about and mm-hmm. she's, she's all about creativity. If you can give us a sneak peek behind the chef's curtain for a second, do you want to tell me what one of your favorite dishes are? You want to give us a little sneaky peek? <laughs> one of my favorite dishes that, that she made, and since I'm putting it on the radio, she has to keep it on the menu. <laughs> she cannot take it off. Listen. She made a curry ice cream Ooh. with pineapple chunks and tapioca. Ooh. And it was a flavor bomb in my mouth. That I sounds loved, fantastic. I loved it so much. And she jokes about it and she's saying, I'm never making that again. But No, you're like, that's my favorite. You yeah, have to put it yeah. on the menu. Um, but she's she's originally from Colombia. So she has a, a lot of Central uh, American, South American influences, a lot of Asian influences. Mm-hmm. Um, she is well-traveled, and I appreciate that about her. She's got a, yeah. uh, she's got a unique way of looking at food, um, but... MC Art Supplies, they just made some uh, or delivered our first batch of dishes. And Shout I'm looking, out. I'm looking forward to uh, being able to stage some some more plates. Because, man, those plates look good. And once you get the food on there, I know you're supposed to take pictures of it, but <laughs> I'm just going to eat it. I'm the picture of the food girl. Yeah, you know, I yeah. think it's, I think you got to get the social media people in there. That's how, that's what you get. <laughs> I would rather take a picture of me all fat and satisfied and after happy. eating the food. I'm like, <laughs> y'all, y'all the food. food is so good. It's funny when me and my friends go out to like a nice restaurant or we're like somewhere we haven't been before. We always say rule number one, don't eat yet because we got to take a picture before before we do anything else <laughs> so we're always like rule number one yeah. like anytime we're at a dinner table or we go out to brunch i'm like rule number one guys <laughs> you know and um that's actually one of the things we we discussed is uh, you know in, in the restaurant is having cages for people to put their phones yeah if they wanted to you know commit to hey let's just be in this moment a digital free environment <laughs> yeah well and it's, it's it's not so much about being digital free because, gosh, so many, so many uh, of our tools and our, our our infrastructure in the restaurants, I mean, it's built on technology. That's true. <laughs> so I can't, I can't knock it. Um, but Just for the experience. Yeah. I mean, I t- I've taken a lot of uh, surveys of, you know, if you've got four people and you're going out, how many of those four people are on their phone at once? Mm-hmm. You know, and trying to figure out, you know, are people more, did I want to invest in a selfie wall? Mm-hmm. Or did I want to, you know, kind of keep the flow yeah. of everything that's similar? Or because I know selfie walls are important to people. Mm-hmm. Important to people like me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know. But if not, you know, where, okay, where it's I invest, experience. Where I invested that money, you know, was going to be kind of. R&D. A strong, <laughs> right, R&D. A strong indicator of you know, what I wanted people to enjoy yeah. about our place. And so I chose not to do the selfie wall. But we are going to find opportunities for, like, the chef to do yeah. selfies with That's people. That's fantastic. Like that. I love that. And I know you already gave me a little sneak peek around the food curtain. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell me one of your favorite wines that you'll be having? Oh, man. Or what's your go-to choice? <laughs> I – all right, let's back up here. So we're going to have beer and wine to start with, um, and there's going to be a pretty broad selection of mm-hmm. wines. Um, our beers on tap, we're only going to have four beers on tap. 
we're going to try and do one rotate one tap across the local oh wow breweries um shout out brother well <laughs> shout out we're going to do a texas beer on one mm-hmm. um we'll do a craft ipa or some some mm-hmm. fancy beer on another and then our fourth we're going to try and partner with the local breweries and brew our own Ooh. because our beverage manager mark he's he's experienced he's got a a, a a large um, portfolio, yeah, and wine, beer, and coffee, and so he, he can do a lot, and so that's one of the one one of the things we tr- want to try and do, but right now I am most looking forward to sitting down at my own bar and pouring myself a glass of uh, clown shoes space cake. It's out of Boston. I've never heard of that it's, before. It's an overpriced double IPA, <laughs> and I don't know why. I just love it. Hmm. Well, interesting. Um, now I know what I need to order and right. what you guys need to order. <laughs> that's right. Um, but, yeah, on on the wine side, um, just about any Cabernet. Oh, there you go. Good choice. Uh, my wife's words coming out of my mouth because <laughs> I'll just drink whatever she has. Uh, yeah, I get that. I don't. That's my husband, too. I haven't picked out the wine in a long, long time. Oh, what my husband normally does is he'll go down the list and he'll find the weirdest name Mm -hmm. or the thing with the weirdest stuff in it. And then he'll order that. And then I order something normal. And he's like, "Hmm, this is the weird. And then he'll take a drink of my drink. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and I'm very much a Neanderthal when it comes to drinking wine. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big notes of and flavors of and this is the essence of an oak tree or (laughs) there's some people that are very good at that and after they i kind of think it's like um uh reading your horoscope there you go yeah like like once you read you like you read wine is just astrology yeah so i read my horoscope i was like yeah that's totally me but would I have thought that if they hadn't said it? <laughs> there you go. And so it's it's, mm. it's the same way with the nutty. I'm going to have to write a think piece about how, like, wine is the astrology yeah. for... <laughs> well, no, no. It's the, you know, the, the people that, you know, write those words down. The astrologers. There you go. And the sommeliers. There you they're, go. They're basically... They're in cahoots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Different, different sides of the same coin. They're, they're basically selling the same thing. <laughs> and I know you have said you have an amazing beverage team and an amazing food team um, that has been helping you along this journey. Is there anyone else you would like to shout out? Oh, man. Um, Kevin Dobbs at TFNB, there were four other banks that I'd pitched my the business idea mm-hmm. to. And he was the first one that said, all right, let's, let's do this. They are fantastic. And um, they really help our local community in yeah. so many ways. Yeah, and and so he's got a good team uh, at his bank that works closely with the SBA, mm-hmm. um, and so that that's been a tremendous blessing. Um, but honestly, it's man, yeah, I'm I'm I would I'm kind of getting teared up just thinking about all the people that helped me along the way. Yeah, um, we'll just leave it at Kevin. There you go. Thanks, Kevin. But, um, we're sourcing locally as much as possible, and so we're going to make a point to shout out um, everybody that helped us out because everybody's just done a tremendous job. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, you know, starting for we've had our sign up since 
August. For, I was going to say for quite a long yeah, time. And that was Alamo signs and they just knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, the lady at, uh, Ashley Munn over at modern Texas Lim- living, she largely designed that sign mm-hmm. for us. MTL love them. Yeah. And, and they, yeah, it's just been, um, Ashley coached us up a lot, mm-hmm. um, on the marketing side of things and really, um, helped us create kind of the vision for yeah. how that restaurant went. And she introduced us to our interior designer. Oh, wow. Um, Jordan Shields. Um, and which has, I told Jordan, I wouldn't give her a, a real shout out and, and, <laughs> and give her, give her all the uh, credit until, no credit. She, until, you know, we go to open and she comes in and looks at it and says, I see. this place looks great. Once I get her. Okay. Then mm-hmm. I, was like, I was like, yeah, Jordan, she did an awesome job. But until then, it's all me. <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> um, but no, we'll we'll finalize and, and formalize all our shout outs of the people that contributed yeah. as best we can. It's fantastic that you have this amazing support system here in our community that has helped you on this journey. Um, now, go ahead and give us all the places we can find you, where we can find more information about you. Yeah, so we... We've got Instagram and Facebook pretty... Just slide uh, in those DMs. That's what I yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. Just come on. Come on the DMs. Uh, it, it, it may take me a few minutes to figure <laughs> out how to respond, but, but come on. No, I, I'm I'm definitely a newcomer to Instagram. Uh, all the kids at, at Baylor, you know, they took their time to, to make fun of me, especially when I would you know, text them and say, hey, how do I make this post? Um, but... Instagram and Facebook are our main means of uh, uh, communication. We do have um, a place on our website where people can sign up. That's oakenivywinebar.com. And they can sign up to receive uh, newsletters for us. I typically will communicate things via newsletter about two days before I publish it online just Mm -hmm. to give, you know. Early access. Yeah, early access to information, uh, you know, as a reward for Mm -hmm. signing up. And so when we do announce the hard date, hey, we're going to go, when we open up reservations, when we make all these announcements, it's going to go through the mailing list first, and then it'll go on social media. When we open up for soft launch, we'll probably be reservation only, just just because the demand is going to be there, and I don't want anybody to show up and get turned away. Yeah. Um, So we're going to control, I hate doing it, but... uh, it's it's the best way to keep everybody, yeah. you know, from dis- being disappointed. And we'll just have to work with people that are having trouble repeatedly yeah. getting reservations. We'll just have to work with them to get them in there, even if we have to stay late one night yeah. or something. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my uh, uh, my, my phone number and, and um, email address have been widely circulated already. <laughs> I so, was going to say, be careful. <laughs> so... Uh, but yeah, website, uh, our newsletter on the website is number one and then Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook are number two. All right. Awesome. And is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners today? No. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I was, uh, very impressed with, uh, the breadth of conversations you've, that you've had over the last two years when I was looking through your catalog. So. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, of course. And given the opportunity to talk a little bit about Oak and Ivy and um, as, as many good wishes as 
people have for me, I, I, I wish the same for you. Aw, and thank you so much for coming on. I'm really looking forward to the opening of Oak and Ivy. Amen. This has been Haley. I'm signing off. Tune in every Friday for all of the events and activities. Now that you know Waco, just go. Go, Waco. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. Podcast.